turned me into a dog. Can you believe this? And you're invited too! Good morning. Welcome to Saturday Morning Obscurities. I'm your co-host and sister Melissa. I'm your co-host, Brother James. Welcome to the show where every week we talk about a different obscure old kids show you feel like only you remember. That's right. We do do that. Every time. Every time. One of these days, hmm, maybe we won't. But today, the same thing. (laughs) James, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. We are, uh, uh, how are you? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> you are. I was just going to say, we, we're doing this during the Midwest uh, snowstorm. So I am on yeah. day, day the two. The one we get every year. Unsure when annual. it will be, but we know we're guaranteed one every year. Honestly, that's I'm okay with that. If we're, mm-hmm. we plan ahead for that. But yeah, I'm on uh, day two of having a snow day from work. Uh, oh. I technically haven't worked at all this week because I'm normally off on Mondays. And then I called in sick on Tuesday, so I'm on, like, this is Thursday. I'm I'm still off work. And then I'm off tomorrow. No. So my first day at work, of work this week will be Saturday. Uh, wow. So nice little staycation for me this week. Nice. How, how has the snow been affecting you? Uh, I, I just be inside... Um, I, I, sp- I have spent the time being fearful that my neighbors were going to make me leave out in the snow to take their rent check to the apartment office, but they ultimately did not. I, I believe the apartment office gave them uh, uh, an extension for paying their rent so that this nice old couple who can't move about easily by themselves doesn't have to make me to take it across the campus. That's good. Did not have to go outside. I opened the door once, and that was enough. Just looked out there. Yeah, I haven't gone outside except for, like, I, I opened the door briefly when someone got, uh, someone got t-boned uh, off one of the st- off one of the streets by uh, uh by our house, and we all just stood on the porch and watched as the, as the police came, uh, as you do in the Midwest. It's a it's a mm-hmm. viewing event. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm, we're fully snowed and we haven't seen a plow all, all, all week, so we'll see. Yeah, they they did a circuit once and then it snowed a lot more since then. But I, I don't know, we've got a pretty sizable complex, so I don't blame them. There's a lot of different areas to get to. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> now we can get on the show. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. In our first segment, what's new? Scooby-Doo. We talk about new media we've been ingesting lately. I, in celebration, question mark, acknowledgement, acknowledgement of this winter storm, I watched Mr. Plow and Skinner's Sense of Snow and Mountain of Madness, the three snowiest episodes of The Simpsons. Oh, wow. The trifecta. Yeah. Nice. A good rewatch. I yeah yeah Mr. Plow I think I've watched two or three times like since it came on Disney Plus, but I hadn't seen the other two in many years. Uh, they held up. They they've got the great jokes that I remember. Uh, Mountain of Madness is an episode from I think season eight, where Mr. Burns makes the power plant employees 
uh, hike up a mountain. It's a challenge. Like uh, you've got one hiking buddy. You have to get up the mountain to this cabin. Last person there gets fired. And uh, he gets teamed up with Homer. Hijinks ensue. They cause an avalanche. And we cut away to Linny and Carl making their way up the mountain. And uh, you know, don't somebody just like yelled something and caused an avalanche in the previous scene. And they, Linny thinks he hears it. He turns to Carl and he says, did you hear something? No. Did I? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Linny and Carl at their best. I, I love them. Doesn't Tim do like a perfect impression of one of them? <laughs> we we would quote Lenny and Carl at each other frequently as a family. Uh, for our nephews, oh, for Christmas one year, Christmas or his birthday one year, we got our nephew when he was some teen. We got our nephew a Lenny action figure, and we told him as a joke, <laughs> just Lenny, Lenny alone. And we told him, "You're gonna get Carl when you graduate." And so when he graduated <laughs> high school, we we did have to track down a Carl action figure. I forget we did that, yeah. <laughs> now the now he has both turtle doves. <laughs> How about yourself? What have you been watching, playing, enjoying here in your snow staycation? Uh during my snow daycation, I uh watched the only movie you really can watch during a snow day, I watched Snow Day from 2000. <laughs> uh, the Nickelodeon movie Snow Day. We also, we watched like a bunch of like winter related movies, me and my roommate. Mm-hmm. We watched yeah. uh, Cool Runnings. Ah, uh, oh, good. And then we couldn't make up our minds, so we just watched Home Alone 2. But, you know, a winter movie. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Snow Day holds up. I've also just been playing a lot of like Pokemon Arceus. Because that came out like on Friday, so yeah. I I've been very happy uh, enjoying that and and like talking in like different uh, in different Discord channels of people like talking about the game. So that's yeah, been very nice. But yeah, it's just like a nice little uh, little staycation mood. It's nice. Oh, that sounds good. Sounds good to travel around with a Pokemon. Yeah the the new one is built. They kept saying it's like Breath of the Wild, like the big open Zelda game, but uh-huh. it's still just like a Pokemon game. Like you go from area to area, but you can just like climb everything. You can like go in the water everywhere. It's very good. It's a lot more about like completing your Pokedex and like helping out these like uh, very early settlers in like this Pokemon world. So, Wow. D- yeah. Settlers. Mm-hmm. I know. I know we were going back to a Pokemon Oregon Trail. Yeah, it takes place, I think someone estimated in like the 1700s or something like that. Wow. But yeah, it's 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 vague because they also like talk about the other regions and stuff like that. So it's not really certain what timeline this takes place. There's a lot of mystery around this game too, which is nice. Ooh. There's they improved so much in this game like there's an overarching like good like plot and mystery. There's uh, all the characters you meet are like kind of fleshed out and like pretty fun. But yeah, the, all the mechanics are improved upon. Yeah, really good game. Uh, also, Snow Day, nice. really good movie. <laughs> Except for the weird like love 
uh, triangle because he's Hal is just like a simp throughout the whole movie and it sucks. Uh huh. But besides that, it's a pretty good movie. All I remember is the part where he carves a whale into the snow in the football field and he turns to the girl he likes like, "You love whales, right?" And she's like, "No, I love zebras." <laughs> yes. Yep. That's a big plot point. Mm-hmm. Major memory. Today, we're here to talk about <laughs> the opposite of a snow day. A yeah. very active, engaged piece of entertainment that'll get you up and moving. We watched Lazy Town. Yay. Now, Mel, this was your pick. Why did you pick Lazy Town? I remember coming across this sometime in college uh, when I was really re-engaging with, I love cartoons. I, mm-hmm. I'm an adult. I'm 20, 21 yeah. years old. I can legally drink a drink, but all I really want to do is watch cartoons. Like I was in college, I was stressed, and this was my comfort food. And I got into a couple newer titles that were airing around that time. Lazy Town was one of them. I didn't watch it frequently, but if I was channel surfing and it was on, I'd be like, oh boy, Lazy Town. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I, I don't think I ever watched this when it was airing. But uh, I definitely was familiar with it and, and like the way like the puppets looked and everything. And then, of course, uh, Lazy Town had a big impact in 2016 yes. with the release of uh, one of the episodes we watched today, Robbie's Dream Team, featuring uh, the song We Are Number One. This became a, like a capital M meme that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was remixed. It was 10 houred It was B-movied. <laughs> it was everything. <laughs> Uh, and for good reason, it's a really good song. It's a really good Scott song. But yeah, yeah. When was... you Google "We Are Number One," there it brings up a Wikipedia article specifically for this one song from this one episode of this mm-hmm. kids show. It says "We Are Number One," genre ska, full ska, not ska esque, one hundred percent pure ska. Yeah, yeah. There's a note on the Wikipedia that says. Uh, the song uh, was named Dank Meme of the Year in 2016. <laughs> on, on, By whom? Uh, on the subreddit r slash dank memes. So they would know. <laughs> right. They're the experts. Uh, yeah. We Are Number One is also one of the like Twitch uh, alerts on one of the Twitch oh. people I follow uh, for uh, Ray Narvaez Jr. I think it's like whenever someone like tips him like a certain amount a, a little excerpt of the song will play. Uh, so nice. I'm also familiar familiar with it from that. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the history of the show a little bit, shall we? Um, uh huh. Before we go down the facts, a little backstory: the uh, the one of the main heroes of this show is uh, Sportacus. He is yes. like a sport themed like activity superhero. Who goes around like helping people, um, mm-hmm. and he's played by uh, Magnus Sheaving, who is an aerobics champion who like made like a stage play. Uh, I'm gonna mess up this name. It's an Icelandic name. It's it's uh, Af- Afram Leteber, uh, which is like like a stage play that was based on a book called like Go Lazy Town. Uh huh. So. It's it was a stage play, and then Nickelodeon ordered uh, a couple seasons of it. So it was originally recorded with English 
uh, actors and audio and then redubbed for Iceland. So it's kind of based in both uh, USA oh, and Iceland. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, I have to ask you, was this yeah. a stage play like like a, a death of a salesman or was this like one this, of those kids shows you know like a like a, a, a kids on ice you know where the kids are on ice <laughs> there's kids on the ice <laughs> right. this is a show is like where there's of, kids on the ice right or is it like pj masks live at the saint charles family arena think, is it I like think it's that like yeah, I think okay. it's like that. It's like Batman Live. It's like yeah, yeah. It's like you you pay money and they they hang out on stage and talk to you and stuff. Um, <laughs> they hang out on stage and talk to you. You know, like a stage play. Uh, like they they don't know. They, I would love to skit. see this live. I think yeah. that's that's a we, this is I think our first thing we've covered on the show that has started out of live entertainment. You know, it's probably like when you go to like. I've never been to any of the Disney parks, but if you yeah. go and they put on a little like skit in character for you at one yes. of the stages, it's probably like that. Um, yeah. Oh, they got they got full shows there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got their own Cirque du Soleil. Yes. Uh, now now we can run down the facts. So name of the show: Lazy Town. Uh, one word, separate capitalizations. Uh, mm-hmm. Again. Created by Magnus Sheaving. Uh, there were 78 episodes total. There were four seasons. I think only two of them aired in America, uh, in, or at least on Nickelodeon, and the other two seasons ah. aired elsewhere. It ran for 10 years. It ran from 2004 to 2014. Um, wow. With, like I think, different actors spanning different roles, uh, except for Magnus Sheaving. Country of origin, again, Iceland slash USA. Uh, production companies, Lazy Town Entertainment, True North mm. Production, and mm, Le Enterprise Le Goût, I believe. Sure. Origi- oh, sure. <laughs> Original channels. I, uh, <laughs> I I took four years of French that I barely remember, and so I do don't better? remember enough about that or any neighboring European languages to tell you that's not correct. I was gonna say, do you want to try your hand at pr- pronunciation? N- no, I don't remember. I I remember how to say butterfly. How do you do that? Alibalula. But now oh, that yeah. I say it, that sounds fake. So I don't know <laughs> if I remember anything about French. Mel, all words are fake. <laughs> One day we will all discover the true language, and all and our eyes will be opened. <laughs> uh, original channels. These are the Iceland ones. Uh, R U V. It maybe pronounces Ruth. I'm not sure. And uh, stu two, I think it's like st two different kinds of o's or an o and a weird d. Yeah, like, there's an o two. with two dots over it, and then an o with horns. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like stu two. Uh, Nickelodeon, hard to pronounce, and uh, Cartoonio <laughs> was the other one. Uh, popular actors. Let's talk about the actors. Uh, a, a big. Uh, mourn for uh, yeah. Stefan Carl Stefansson, who played Robbie Rotten. Uh, mm-hmm. In October of 2016, he announced he had, uh, it was like bile, it was something like bile cancer or something. He had cancer. And that's kind of when We Are Number One started like 
ramping up in popularity was in kind of support of that actor. And he loved Ooh. he loved it. Uh, yeah, but he did I... unfortunately pass away due to the cancer. Yeah, rest in peace to a, a true legend. We celebrate yeah. you here tonight. I th- if I re- the way I remember is it is that that song was becoming popular and it really touched him. You know, it uh, it powered him through a lot of the the last leg of his journey. It inspired him, and then everybody really rallied behind him. And oh, it was a time of of great love and, and great believing that we were number one during you yeah. know, supporting him and knowing that he liked that we all really dug this one ska song he did. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so he did Robbie Rotten. He didn't do too much else uh, for like some for American audiences. He did a lot of Icelandic shows, uh, which I don't think we have a lot of Icelandic listeners. But if we do, uh, go, to, <laughs> go to the IMDb. P- p- go to the IMDb. P- uh, IMDb page and uh, pronounce these because we can't. Yeah, um, Bjork. If you're listening, thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you. For me to you. <laughs> Playing Stephanie in, I think, at least the first two seasons, if not the whole show, was um, Juliana Rose uh, Moriello, who did, like, kind of, like, stopped acting after 2013. But yeah, she was in, like, a short, like, Sesame Street thing. Uh, she did some more, like, uh, music. But other than that, she was uh, kind of stopped acting after 2013. And then, of course, Magnus Sheaving as Sporticus as the creator and director. Uh, and then I didn't recognize any other actors that did other stuff. Uh, These my... are the three human faces that we see. That's true. Everyone yeah. else is a a puppet. But I want to say also, they're puppets in a vague way where there were times... Like, I think when I first started watching the show, I'm like, I think these are puppets. But I these could be people in strange animatronic masks. I don't know. It's yeah. It's a very like, what's uh, what's that valley term like? Uncanny valley, I guess. I was. Hidden I valley almost. Ranch. I almost said hidden valley, and I'm like, that's not it. That's ranch. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be it. What's that valley? What's that valley? It's, it's not, not canny. It's the other one. <laughs> it's not hidden. It's got to be public. Uh, but but yeah, it's like a weird like uncanny valley because. Yeah. They're not, they don't look like regular puppets. Like, they're too plasticky and, like, just weird enough that, like, these could be, like, hyper prosthetics. But it, I think it is just puppets. Um, yeah. And, like, you look at the hands and it looks like a human hand that just has, like, a felt puppet textured glove over it. Yeah. It's weird. It's it's inventive. I, I, it's strange, but I do like it. I literally like the design of the puppet children. They all look very different from each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't see more of this puppetry, actually. This design. I'm always down for a puppet. I started my year off with puppets. That's true. You did. Ending out the last of the facts, we have adaptations, uh, which there was a kind of sub-series that ran along with Lazy Town called Lazy Town Extras, which kind Mm -hmm. of followed uh, one of the characters, Ziggy, uh, like exploring different parts of the world and like doing like different I- adventures and stuff. There was uh, more live shows uh, themed around this kind of lazy town and not the original. Awesome. Form. Uh, there were Fisher Price toys. You could buy a like Sportacus doll or a Stephanie doll. You could buy Sportacus's wow. like 
gauntlets that he has. Uh, yeah, a wide range of toys. And those are the facts. And now mm-hmm. we got to watch the intro. Yeah. All right. It's about 45 seconds long, and it's going to play under us as a bed. I'm going to hit play in three, two, one, play. energy immediately. Yeah, he has Sporticus in his airship. This intro is like a miniature story. It is, yeah. God, my favorite part is when we zoom out for an aerial view of Lazy yeah. Town, and That's we see that it is it, a yeah. town with one road leading into it. Out of the middle distance, it fades away into you know into the horizon. The town's just like a circle in the middle of like a bunch of fields, and then there's one dead end road leading out of it that just stops. It just stops, and I don't yeah. know what that's about. Yeah, so in that's this is the first episode that we're watching the the theme song. Okay. Part. In the later seasons, over here on the left, there's like a beach, and then there's yeah. like more stuff on the right that it leads off to. Oh, but yeah, for the most part, it's a it is just like map. Yeah, it's like not even Catan. It's like weird patchwork <laughs> uh, fields, and then a mountain range, and the little like yeah, area the that town... leads to the to Robbie's lair. This aerial view of the town feels like. Uh... <laughs> A liminal space. Yeah. <laughs> Big liminal space energy feels Susian, you know, reminds me of the Cat in the Hat movie or the movie Vivarium, if anyone but me has ever seen don't, Vivarium, don't my know favorite what that film. Is. Is oh it my God. It's my number one favorite film, difficult to say. It was a movie I found last year and I had to make a list of my favorite new to me movies that I found last year. And it was number one on that list. It was my favorite movie I saw in 2021 that didn't have Spider-Man or James Bond in it. (laughs) I'll have to watch that. But yeah, from this map, it looks like there is uh, no commerce, uh, no trading that takes place (laughs) between Lazy Town and any other town except for this one road. That goes to the mountains. There's two trees out there. Two Just lone two. trees. Not yeah. near each other. No. There's a graphical error down here. That's probably... <laughs> yeah, like just a, a Google Maps spot. read error. Yeah, there's yeah. a lake in the distance. This is such a puzzling aerial view. It truly places us in a bizarre, dreamlike liminal space. This is where Lazy Town occupies. Yeah. So we watched episode one. Uh, season season one episode one and we watched like season four episode 12 so a mm-hmm. pretty wide range uh yeah but i don't think we missed out on on plot like we do in most other shows this is probably the most because this aired on like nick jr this is like the most like kids kids show that we've watched on here next to like rupert so i think so yeah it's it should be pretty easy to walk through the plot on these um yeah episode one we see Sporticus in his airship. We don't see his face yet. We just see his body. His uh, alarm clock goes off. 
he erupts to life. He leaps out of bed. He jumps and backflips like all over his ship. Yeah. Like he he'll jump like from a like Power one... Ranger in a movie. Yes, constantly. That's his resting state. His resting state is none. No rest. <laughs> and this reminded me of the opening of The Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald, how we start by seeing him wake up and begin his day in his home. Yes, yeah, very similar. But yeah, he lives on this like big like airship that's like very blue and fantastic on the outside and on the inside it's very like very bare bones, like very white with like Big there, circles yeah. and like orbs. Um, <laughs> he it's lives weird. in an Apple store in the sky. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, but yeah, he's got like a little like uh, bar full of like food. He's got like a section with like sports yes. instruments. He's got like all these little different compartments in this bar that have like healthy snacks in them. And one of them has four salad sized tomato slices. Yes. Yes. These are tomato slices. <laughs> like a cube. Just a cubed tomato. Yeah, like he's eating tomato slices like orange slices. I don't understand. <laughs> Not to say that I wouldn't eat that. Like, that sounds fine to me, but I've never seen that anywhere. So we get a shot of Sporticus, like, getting ready for the day. Uh, and then we get the intro's theme song. I think every episode starts with Sporticus getting, wa- getting ready for his day in a different way. At least these two episodes we watched do. Yeah. And then the intro plays, and then we get uh, different shots of, like, Lazy Town. Lazy Town is not a very big town. Seems to only have, <laughs> I don't know, six residents? Seven, maybe? Yeah, uh, yeah. It has Mayor Milton Meanswell, who yes. truly means well. He's just, like, a mild-mannered, like, very clean man who has no strong opinions about anything, but doesn't seem to be inept. He seems like it's an, he's an okay mayor. Uh, and he has yeah. an assistant girlfriend companion named miss busybody yeah so she is i think she's must be like the secretary or somewhere or like his Uh friend because we see them like uh him bothering her in the office like what are you doing like rushing around you're bothering me and he's like sorry sorry uh so and then he's like pampering her in the next episode we watched so i think they are like dating or something like that or he's, like, trying yeah. to impress her. Um, yeah. And he says that he is getting everything clean because his niece Stephanie is coming to stay for an indeterminate amount of time. She's here to stay yes. for four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and then I think we get a shot of some of the kids that we're going to meet later. Uh, we meet... Uh, I'm just going to name them now. We meet Pixel, uh, which is... Sorry, I had to close the characters tab. I was the it's got the four primary types of children chubby snooty technology and pigtails <laughs> I think I think crime is pigtails because <laughs> <laughs> she we see her like getting into like trouble several times she is mischievous like at, yeah. at first glance I'm like all right this is the girl one what what does she do because I think we, by, by the year 2004, we've advanced to where the girl one has an attribute beyond being the girl one. And she is mischievous. Like, we see her, like, drawing a mustache on, like, a campaign poster for the mayor. Uh, I think at one point she, like, wants to throw a ball through a window. Like, yeah, she yeah. likes mischief. 
which is a mischief yeah. and pranks and tricks. Her name is Trixie. Surprise. Trixie, that's why it uh, is. Yeah. The video so, game one is named Pixel. Yes. Um, the chubby one wearing the little superhero cape. His name's Ziggy. That one's not a pun. Uh, and nope. then there is Stingy, who is not necessarily snooty, but he's very protective of his things, and he will not share them. Like, he's eating a bowl of popcorn, and Trixie's like, can I have a popcorn? And he's like, you could, or I could. And so <laughs> yes. I will. It is his first line of dialogue, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's very... <laughs> The way his resting puppet face is, he's like, <laughs> he's like his his bottom lip is a little raised and his eyes are a little mm-hmm. drooped and his eyebrows are up and he's like, mm, no, only for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And one of the first things that Miss Busybody says when Mayor means well is like, yeah, my niece is coming to visit. She's like, do you know what it takes to raise a child? How many <laughs> things they need? They need a lot of rest. And then we cut to Stingy. I'm like, yeah, this boy looks sleepy. <laughs> Look at him. He's about to pass out. He's been stingy on his sleep. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. So yeah, she says like a lot of rest and a lot of attention. Uh, mm. And da, 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 da. Mean, like after we see like the kids of Lazy Town like going about and being lazy, more or less, like they all stay inside. Ziggy eats candy stingy and trixie just kind of like hang out with pixel and like watch him play video games um mm-hmm. we cut below the city deep yes to uh the sewers into this like weird like metal shack in a hole and we meet uh robbie rotten robbie is dressed fantastically he <laughs> has uh like different shades of like maroon purple uh mm-hmm. pinstripe suit of pants all the way up to like his like above his abdomen and then a yes. little vest the rest of the way up to his shoulders and it's it's such a look oh and he's <laughs> a got a little cropped cuffs. vest a yeah, vest a that might vest. as well be a bikini top it's so <laughs> yeah. small yeah and he's got like little like uh white cuffs and uh yes he's, he's got like a, like a like a half pompadour and like a prosthetic chin like a very like yeah he looks very prosthetically affected in the face. Oh. Yeah, Robbie Rotten is half Jim Carrey Grinch, half mm-hmm. Jim Carrey Count Olaf with like a light layer of Waluigi painted over the top. Oh, yes. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, he is. He's the star of the show. Who are we kidding? This he is. is. All about he's Rotten. the best part. I would yeah. not have stopped and watched the show. Uh, it, were it not for Robbie Rotten, I'm a big supervillain fan. He's got excellent supervillain energy. Later, we, he like watches. He lives underground in this abandoned industrial factory of some kind, and it's hidden from the outside world by just like a large painting of a field with a cow in it. Like, don't look over here. There's not an abandoned factory. Just a cow in a field. <laughs> and he watches the world through a periscope, and the periscope has eyes on it. And uh, the best villains of periscopes. Team Rocket, yes. surely another one I could name, but <laughs> Team Rocket's the major one. Yeah. They count uh, for three. But yeah, uh, emphasis on Grinch for Jim Carrey's The Grinch, by the way, because he is yes. pretty much the Grinch of this town. He is, yeah. we, we catch him microwaving a slice of cake 
that he pulls out. Ice cream. Like a, it looks like ice cream cake. Like a comically large piece of, of like ice cream cake. Takes a big spoon, like a serving spoon, and like takes some some icing off of it. And he's like, oh, I, I love how peaceful this town is. And he looks at his periscope like, look, no kids playing. Everything's overgrown and closed. Uh, it feels lovely. So he is like the true mayor of this town, like making sure right. everything stays lazy. Yeah, he wants no activity. He wants to look outside and see nothing happening, just the grass overgrowing the entire town. That's how he likes it. And he's like a known quantity to the kids. Like the kids see him later and they're like, oh yeah, that's Robbie. He, he, yeah. He's here to keep the town lazy. We're not yeah. doing anything about him. They introduce him. I, I was going to say that until I say it, but they introduce him as the laziest, grumpiest, no do anything spy in all of Lazy Town. So he, they say that he is a spy. And I don't know if that means that he was like a spy sent to spy on them and he stayed because how lazy they were and he liked it. Or if that's he's a hobbyist a spy, like he just likes to spy. He's, he's a voyeur or something. <laughs> He does. Maybe it's surely the fact that he has a periscope is why they call him a spy. Maybe. Anybody who owns binoculars or a binocular type device, that's a spy. Exactly. Uh, meanwhile, Stephanie has rolled into town. Stephanie mm. is played. I think she's played. She is playing like a kid. But I think the actress at the time was like maybe like in her 20s mm-hmm. or like late teens. It's hard to say. And she's wearing, like, very pink. She is, like, a pink, like, uh, bob wig uh, yeah. with, like, a, a pink one-piece dress and, like, everything pink. Um, mm-hmm. And she, Sneakers, she's Sneakers. Yeah. Big socks. Good look on Stephanie. One armband. That's it. <laughs> All you need. All you need. But yeah, she, she comes into town and she's immediately, like, put off by how dead everything looks and, like, gets to uh, her uncle's house, like, hey... Thanks so much for having me for this indeterminate amount of time. I'm 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 looking forward to spending that much amount of time with you. Da, 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 da. Uncle Meanswell is like baking a cake and like helping her get settled. And she's like, yeah. I don't think I'm. He's like, go, go. Why don't you take some rest? And he's like, she's like, I'm actually not that tired. I think I'm gonna play. And he's like, oh. And he hands her a deck of cards. And she's like, <laughs> uh, okay. And he comes back later, and she's made, like, a nice tower of cards. And he's like, mm-hmm. are you having fun? How's that playing going? She's like, it's it's fine, but I would like to play outside. And uh, he says, oh, kids playing outside. No one does that. Like, very yeah. abruptly, very quick, no one does that. Do, uh, no one's ever like, played. He's like, what if you played so much that you got tired? Like, he's he's worried. It's a health play is a health concern in this town. If a child gets too much physical activity, who knows what? They could need a nap. They could want to lie down. We got to watch out for the children. Make sure they don't need to do that. They could need a lot of attention. Then what am I going to do about that? <laughs> you can only bake so many cakes. Yeah. <laughs> so Stephanie goes out to play. She's got like a little ball with her, like a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. And... She's sitting on a bench, just like rolling the ball on the bench. And Ziggy walks by with a big lollipop in his hand. And Stephanie like stops him. He's like, hey, uh, hi, I'm Stephanie. I'm new to town. And they like exchange pleasantries. No, what he says immediately upon meeting her is, who are you and do you have any candy? That's right. Yeah. 
<laughs> he gets Mission. right to the point. Yeah. I mean, he's not lazy with his words. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, she explains, like, I'm looking to, like, play outside. And he's like, huh, no one plays outside in Lazy Town. And uh, gives her the same spiel the mayor did. And mm-hmm. she's like, well, I still want to go meet new kids. Like, can I do that? And he's like, yeah, I'll come. You can come and int- introduce you to my friends. Da, 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 da. I think we see throughout the scene, like, Robbie Rotten looking on his periscope, like, What's happening? What is she doing to my town? Is that a ball? Is that a ball? I keep all these kids inside for a reason. Mm -hmm. She goes and she meets Pixel, Trixie, and and Stingy. And Pixel is like deep in his like, they're like video game like setup. He is in like a room with like a wall of monitors behind him. (laughs) Some some vague electronic paraphernalia with screens on it in the background. Yeah. Uh, and then just like, I don't know, like a shape, like a spaceship rig in front of him. Like there's like a console and like things coming down from the ceiling. Like, yeah, he's got, he's got a whole setup and it seems like he's just playing a soccer game. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Stephanie comes in with Ziggy and he's uh, trying to introduce her and, Ziggy, and Pixel's like, I'm trying to, pay attention to the game i don't want to lose uh and stephanie's like oh like i like games and pixel looks over and like does the dumbfounded like oh i'm attracted to you you're, you're now my love interest kind of look uh yeah as he kind of like stops playing and so she's like you're losing he's like i don't that's okay i don't care <laughs> he's just looking <laughs> at her and, and- uh I have no idea where that plot line goes because it's not included in the next episode we watch so I don't know. I don't know if that crush is ever requited. I mean, in four seasons, probably in some way, uh, or it's probably at least like, I have. What am I gonna do for Valentine's Day? Kind of thing. Yeah, I um, need a date to the Lazy Town dance. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be lying on the ground there, and I'm gonna be lying down by myself. <laughs> she takes the kids outside. Like, you can't stay inside playing your video game all day, playing simulated soccer. Get out here. Let's play like real soccer. And she sings a song called Life is Full of Games. Because this is a show that's got at least two songs in every episode, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the song's pretty good. It sounds a lot like Aqua, that band that sang Barbie Girl. Yes, yeah. And I think around then is when Robbie... Uh, comes outside from his from his lair and he's trying to get the kids to stop playing with Stephanie and he lures them away like he lures Ziggy away with you could be eating candy Pixel you could be playing a video game Trixie what if you take that ball and you throw it through a window instead <laughs> he, and what he Stingy says, <laughs> sorry what he says to uh, Trixie he also hands uh, Pixel a new game that's Superpower Lizards which sounds great uh, yeah but yeah, th- what he says to Trixie is, have you ever heard the sound of a rubber ball breaking a window? No? Would you like to? And like, <laughs> the ball. Which I think is also a meme, people like base boosting that line, would you like to? Yes, that uh, does sound familiar. And he, he sends Stingy away by saying, that video game I gave to Pixel, that that's your video game. And Stingy's like, yeah. it's mine, I want it back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so... Pretty much, she like kind of like shoes like stepping away. Like this is how the town is. There's no changing it. And 
Stephanie does, sings like a like a couple bars of like a song about being sad and lonely, and then she gets home and the da, 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 mayor. I I kept calling him uh, Mayor Menswear in my in my <laughs> notes instead of Mayor. Because you uh, like the way Menswell. he looks. <laughs> yeah, Mayor Menswear. So Mayor Menswear tells guarantees him guarantees that <laughs> my town is lazy. I guarantee it. <laughs> um, he's like why are you so sad stephanie like and she's like oh i couldn't find anyone to play with and i this town is so messy i would like to fix it but i think i'll need help or something and he explains that he heard a legend of a superhero he says he describes a hero with a nine on their clothes from the north sea uh that from sends... an island in the north sea yeah and he was on an airship <laughs> Yeah, flies around an airship, is constantly on the move, always literally moving his body around. <laughs> and if you go to the, if you put a letter and send it to the airship in a tube, he'll help you. And this sounds so preposterous. Like I thought at first this was going to be like a setup for a joke, that he was going to describe some like, Ma- absolutely magical creature practically the equivalent of being like you know i think there's somebody who can help you he's got like an s on his chest in a cape <laughs> and he looks a lot like this one reporter who works for the daily planet but i know that's not them i've never seen the two of them in one place at once and somebody's like that's superman superman won't help me like it's like the- i'm expecting that structure of a joke but no, all these ridiculous things he's describing about Sporticus are apparently true. This is a real yes. story. This guy's like, I heard a legend about a guy who lived on an island, and if you send him a letter in a tube, he'll come down from his airship and help you. Literal truth. That actually yeah. happens. That's how you build <laughs> You can rely on that sentences. guy in the airship. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so uh, Stephanie writes a letter like, hey... I would like to help clean up the town, and I, but I could use some friends. Could you come help me? And she goes to the mailbox, and Robbie is watching her like uncork <laughs> the tube that is next to the mailbox. Yeah. And the whole time, he's just like, "No, no, 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 leave, leave, no, no, leave that alone, leave that alone, no, no, don't uncork he's... that, don't pull that." Like the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> he's so lazy that he does not want her to contact Sporticus, but does nothing to stop her from contacting Sporticus. He's not yeah. even talking to her. Yeah, yeah, just from behind a fence looking at her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she like un- uncorks this tube, puts the letter tube in it, and then pulls a lever and it shoots into the sky. And it, we, the camera follows it to the airship. Uh, but you don't <laughs> see it go in. You just see Sporticus like opening a letter that's, that yeah. says what it says. And he writes back a letter that's saying help is on the way. And what he does with this letter... What he, well, also, I want to say he signs it with 10. He writes the number 10, and he has a 10, like, on the yeah. crest on his, like, bicycling suit. And he, so, so there it, is, like, a bit of lore between, like, a yeah. legend of a number 9. I'm like, what happened to number 9? Why are you number 10? What happened to 9? Right. Is Sporticus a, a clone? <laughs> I thought it was going to be, like, a mantle, like... You're Sporticus now. You're number 10. Right, yeah, I'm the Dread Pirate Sporticus. <laughs> I'm the, the Delight Athlete Sporticus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, he signs and, and writes this letter and he folds it into like a pa- paper airplane. He takes that paper airplane, puts it into a slot in a bowling ball 
shaped like a paper <laughs> airplane, rolls that bowling ball, like does a flip, rolls the bowling ball into oh, a like. Whenever a we say Sporticus does anything, stop and imagine that he does a flip first yeah, before he does save us that time. thing, because that's true. Yeah. Right, he's always jumping. Yeah. So he rolls the bowling ball down a hole in the ship, and then we cut to the exterior of the ship, and we see the paper airplane flying. And I'm like, dude, you didn't. Why did you make this custom bowling ball if you're just going to send the paper airplane without it? I don't even understand why he lives in an airship. I don't get why that's part of his deal. Why why can't he just live in town? There's more places to jump around if you're on the ground. There's so many empty houses. There are six people that live here. You could just is take he going a house. to other towns? Is he just flying all around? What Europe? other towns? <laughs> what other towns? It's only Lazy Town for miles. <laughs> he goes well. There's mountains in the distance. He goes over the mountains. He finds like Moroseville. Uh, teaches them how to enjoy badminton. I don't know how he lives. He he just eats his four tomato slices. <laughs> He's got to do something. Uh, so yeah, he... Da, 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 da. Sporticus kind of like glides down and he like meets Stephanie. And I guess we should describe Sporticus. He is... He's got a lot of like blue ensemble. He's got kind uh-huh. of like a weird beret and a very yeah. pointed mustache. Like like a uh, two I, spikes I just... under his nostrils yes. pointing directly out. I described Robbie Rotten as being like Waluigi, but mustache-wise, Sporticus has got that look. He's got the Waluigi stash. Yeah. Yeah, he's not exactly the Mario to Robbie's uh, Wario, but yeah, he's he's got like a very bla- like flair, like blue ensemble with a lot of tins, a big tin on his back, tin on his yeah. like a little emblem on his chest, on his belt. Everything he's wearing is sportswear. He's wearing these like, you know, like those flared track pants that maybe you've got like the buttons up the side and you can unsnap a button or two to like let your legs breathe. But he's got that snap open in the front. So he's got these like weird flared pants that show off his ankles. He looks like a a French cyclist. Yeah. I think this is how like the Tour de France winners will look in the future. They'll all turn into Sporticus. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) But yeah, he gets down to like Stephanie, they do pleasantries. And then his like the tin on his chest kind of glows. And he says, like, oh, that's my crystal. It glows when someone is in trouble. And uh then he like goes around like saving people. Like Stingy is like on a teeter totter with Trixie, but she uh jumps off. So he is about to fall and hit the ground when Sporticus lands on the other side, j- propels him into the air and catches him. He's like, I'm glad you didn't get hurt. Like, I, I, I love this joke that Stingy is on one side of a teeter-totter and Trixie's like, well, let me get on the other side of the teeter-totter and then we can actually do the teeter-totter. And he's like, no, this is all mine and I don't want you to touch it. This is, I want both teeter and totter. I don't want to have to pick sides. And then we see... Trixie and Ziggy. Trixie, very fast with her uh, shenanigans, is helping like Ziggy, like putting Ziggy on her like shoulders, and they're trying to look over a fence for some reason, but they're like wobbling and about to fall. And uh, uh, Sporticus runs over and helps them up. We see Robbie dig like a basic hole trap, like just yes. dig a hole in like 
town and covers it with leaves. I love this. Again, such a Team Rocket thing to do is dig yes. a hole, cover it with branches, wait for the hero to fall into the hole. But what's so funny is that this doesn't this isn't dirt. He looks like he's digging a hole in like track in like soft foam playground material. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then he covers it in branches, which is like if I was walking down like a perfectly paved road and there was a perfect circle of branches, <laughs> I would go around that. I think he's counting on Sporticus just blindly leaping and flipping around town. Like, surely he's bound to, like, not look where he's going. Right. There's a 12% probability that he must hit this spot sometimes. Mm -hmm. This is also in the opening credits we see him dig the hole. And he does it in the second episode we watched, which is from season four, which indicates to me that probably in most episodes, Robbie digs a hole. <laughs> some days he's Again, a major a hole. plot point in the movie Vivarium. <laughs> digging a hole in a fake looking ground. So Robbie digs this trap for Sporticus. He's he's the entire time uh, Sporticus is saving people. He is very distraught and like making faces in the background. So he digs the hole, expecting uh, Sporticus to land in, and then Miss Busybody comes around the corner talking about how beautiful of a day it is. And the whole time he's like, no, 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 not her, not not Bonnie. Walk around, go the other way, and she falls in it. Uh, Stephanie sees this. And runs into her uncle who has a full baked cake to give to Miss uh -huh. Busybody. Stephanie has a life preserver tied to a rope from somewhere. <laughs> like she just has it all of a sudden. So they throw the, the preserver over the tree limb above them. Give it to uh, Miss Busybody and then start pulling her up. Which is all fine until the rope starts to snap. And then Sporticus holds onto each side of the rope. And he jumps into action and pulls her up and pulls her to the side. And then I think everyone comes to Spartacus and Spartacus comes to Sporticus uh, and says, like, thank you so much for your help. Would you like to stay in town and like help out? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, but sure. OK, I guess he's been in town five minutes and says, <laughs> it feels like home here. I'll stay. Yes. Yeah. But he doesn't. It doesn't seem like he moves in from the one other episode we watched he's still up in that airship i don't think he gets a house no he just comes down every day he just commutes why commute i don't know if I guess... you lived on the ground then like you could run your favorite thing <laughs> <laughs> but in the sky he can fly he can glide i guess he likes his extreme sports right nothing's more extreme than living up in an airship <laughs> uh, so Robbie Rotten is very distraught that uh, Sporticus has decided to stay falls down his own hole and then we end the episode with him like laid up in his lair with like casts on uh, like accidentally bumping them and he's like I'll get vengeance on you Sporticus for the rest of this show I will try to mm -hmm. get you uh, and then we get credits and the credits are really fast uh, I don't know if you noticed that uh, Yes, unnaturally yeah. fast. Way too also, fast. we missed the... At the end of the episode, Stephanie sings a song that's just a bunch of nonsense oh, yeah. words, and she acknowledges, these are nonsense words. You can sing them, and they mean anything. And she sings a song while everyone else, like, cleans up the town. Like, they remove all the overgrown grass and dry brush, and they're like, duh, we've made a space we could really play soccer in. Yep. 
And that's the that's the first episode. Then we watched season four, episode 12, Robbie's Dream Team. And we watched uh, season one was on Amazon Prime, but like through a kid programming channel we had to get a free think, trial of. I think episode one was also on YouTube. We just didn't check. Ah, <laughs> but it's okay. Right. But uh, And then I saw, oh, no, it's only season one. We have to watch Robbie's Dream Team. And so I looked to see if anybody had put it on YouTube. And the official Lazy Town YouTube channel had done that. And I looked, and it had 17 million views, which is correct. Yeah, that makes sense. So This episode also begins with just seeing Sporticus uh, living his day up in his airship. And it starts with him immediately just screaming the world, Basketball! <laughs> Like just, this is how it, se- it starts. Second one, he's screaming basketball with no context. And he like grabs these basketballs and he balances two on top of each other. And then he balances on top of those two balls with one hand like a circus act. And this is just how yeah. he does a morning. It's basketball day. Yeah, he, he does that. And he's like, all right, I'm ready for the day. And then we get the intro. <laughs> mm-hmm. After the intro, we get Sportacus like, paragliding like down to town and then as he lands the glider like folds up and turns into like a backpack on sporticus uh-huh in some of the notes i just have him as big s because i don't want to write sporticus every time big s so big s lines lands in town i was calling him sporto 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 lands in town robbie has already laid a hole trap again <laughs> and <laughs> I, I think that's this. his morning ritual <laughs> Probably come up to the come up to the city level from my subterranean lair, dig one hole. Yep. So he Sporticus almost dives in and then flips over it. And then I love this. He like Robbie looks on like, oh, not again. And Sporticus <laughs> just says, hi, Robbie. And continues on his day. <laughs> so like he knows he's there trying to trap him. He's just like, hi, happy. Have a good day. Like. This is my favorite dynamic where there's a supervillain who's just a known quantity in your life and he's just like an acquaintance. Like your ability to thwart him is such an absolute given that you don't need to see him as a threat. He's just a neighbor. Yeah, that the, oh my God, the scale of just like, you go from that to the other end of the spectrum, which is like Mega Mind and uh, Metro Man. (laughs) Where they are like, they're like super acquaintances. Like they're almost best friends, uh, right? Kind of, kind of level because they just get yeah. each other. Oh my god, Mega Man bringing flowers to the museum, beautiful. Yeah, did you say Mega Man? I'm uh, well, maybe Mega Man's also done that, <laughs> but I was thinking of Mega Mind. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Mega Mind good movie. Mega Mind best movie. I got my best movie. Oscar winner, 12th year in a row. Did it win an Oscar? Oh, no, but it should have. I don't know what won that year. I don't know what year that was. It won the Oscar in my heart. Right. Not Mega Man or Mega Mind. (laughs) Give the Oscar to Mega Man. He earned it. (laughs) So uh, we also open on the mayor, like, pampering uh, Miss Bessie Body or Miss BB. And uh, Stingy and Stephanie 
are just like slinking around playing like they're in the neighborhood spy club. Like they have like magnifying glasses and like mm-hmm. fedoras on. And they're, yeah. and they're like spying on the mayor as he helps out. And then like sneaks up like, hey, can we help you do anything? We're doing spy stuff today. And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I wanted to. Uh, Miss Busybody wants an apple. Can you help me find an apple? And they're like, yeah, sure can do. On the case. On the case. This is. It's so cute. Uh, the Stingy yeah. is the only one of the puppet kids in this episode. I don't know what the other three are doing, but it was nice to spend this time with him and see an episode where, because none of his personal possessions are at stake, he's not acting stingy. He's ju- he's just a kid playing spies. Yeah, I love that too. So yeah, they also they're spying around looking for apples, and they see Robbie like planting like a series of traps. Or, like, oh, there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, complicated traps. And they just, like, walk up to him. And I love this interaction so much. He hides behind a tree. Because the kids also know Robbie and are acquaintances with him. And they're like, hi, Robbie. And he doesn't say anything because he's hiding. (laughs) And they're Mm -hmm. like, we saw you. And he's like, no, you didn't. Like, we can hear you. Like, no, you can't. I'm, uh, I'm not here. I'm nowhere. I'm not anywhere. He comes out and he's like, oh, hi. Yes, hello. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's really awkward and it's very fun. And they ask him, like, what are you doing? And he's like, what, am, what do you mean? I'm not doing anything. Nothing. Uh, why would I do anything? And then they point at the big cage hanging from the tree. And he's like, what cage? What are you talking about? And then his eyes like wander up. He's like, oh, <laughs> that cage. I was trying to catch... Uh, the world's most invisible bird, uh, and the I'm the biggest need... invisible bird in the world. Yeah, Not a like... small one. A a man, a Sportacus-sized bird that's invisible. Yeah. So th- so the kids are like, oh, that sounds cool. Um, can we help you? Like, you know what they say? Like, three uh, heads are better than one. We can probably mm-hmm. get this done a lot quicker if you help out. And he's like, no. And he just has like an awkward silence. He's like, "No, no, no, no. Why don't you? Don't you have something to do? You got, you got to d- go do something, right? Go on, go do something." And like shoes them away, and like gets frazzled and talks like, "Ah, teamwork. Who needs teamwork?" Falls in his own trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets stuck there, and he and he's just like wistfully mourning, like maybe I do need help. Right, and he he acts like he's hatched a big evil plan, like. I know what I'll do. And yeah. that's his plan. Ask for help. Get <laughs> a teammate. Sometimes that's that's what it feels like when you have ADHD and you finally figure out like, that's what I needed to do. I have a big evil plan on what I'm going to do today. I'll do laundry. <laughs> That'll solve my worries for the day. That's what it feels like. Uh, man treat every one of your things on your to-do list like you are a super villain and these are parts of your master plan like rub your hands together (laughs) cackle cackle (laughs) as you put the dishes away (laughs) honestly i would love that so robbie uh uses a manhole cover with like a lever next to it to fall into his lair very grinch like uh yes he lands on his big, his he's got this big chair that's like shag. It's like a bright red right. shag chair. <laughs> and he he picks up this very like pipe, pipey phone. Like it's got a lot of un- unnecessary tubing on it. And he calls like this order service. He's like, hi, I would like uh, a villain 
do you have a villain I can order? I'd like your best villain. And he's like, oh, sure. You have those? Yeah. Or no, he says, uh, do you have a villain? Somebody asks him, somebody asks him, what ki-? he's like, what kind? Well, you probably don't have any more like me. You do? Oh, I'll take one. No, I'll take three. Which indicates to me that maybe Robbie is also a clone. Because well, if what we've... He, if, what he, says if we're on is, ten- he says, he says uh, three is better than one, calling back to what the kid says. And that's why yes. he remembers three. That's, um, yes, he remembers what the children say. I just think about how like Sporticus is 10 when the mayor believed oh. there to be like, oh, the number nine guy, he'll help you. And Sporticus shows up and he's like, nah, I'm 10. I don't know what happened to nine. And and Robbie's like, do you have more of me? Three more of me, please. And then three more of him show up. Like they're yeah. just these like clones that feed these like archetypal tubes. He asked for extra speedy delivery, and then the three of them fall from a, a tube in the ceiling in a pile. Literally. And they all get up and they're in descending height order, like short, like starting as tall as him and then getting shorter than him. But yeah, they're all wearing the same thing he is, uh, in similar makeup. Uh mm-hmm. and they introduce themselves as uh Bobby, Tobby, and Floppy. The Floppy Rotten. We're the yeah. Rottens. Yeah, they introduce them again, yeah, as Rottens. Like So if this is like a whole town of clones, of like clone Okay. So what if this is uh just one of the many named uh towns adjective towns uh yes following this super company that just hyper produces cloned silver civil servants but they're like super civil servants a hero and a villain like there is a series of identical towns that are just like one element off and you've got your like archetypical paragon hero of the city and your archetypical villain and these heroes and villains know that's who I am that's what I do I'm the latest in a series there's always been one of me and if I need help I'll just call the one of me from another city yes or I'll call in a a new order for more of me (gasps) yeah I really like that idea There's so much lore like to, to Lazy Town. Why don't you use it? It could be so many things. I think if you go walking out into that like liminal wilderness, that you find that ring of trees where like Jack Skellington found the other <laughs> holiday doors. Yeah. What is this town? This door says lazy. There's just a man sleeping in a, on a couch. And what's this door? This tower. This door is scary. Scary town. Lazy God, town. I want to go to. I want to go to Scary Town. I want. <laughs> tell us, uh, tell us your, uh, on Twitter or wherever, uh, tell us your archetypal town, uh, your invent a town. Yeah, tell us who your version of Sporticus <laughs> and your version of Robbie Rotten are. Uh, oh my god yeah yeah. it's for all these other things these virtues we want children to practice so it isn't a sport a kiss there's like homework a kiss um (laughs) flossing your teeth a kiss calling grandma a kiss self-worth a kiss (laughs) yeah brand loyalty a kiss
but I guess that's what they all are. They're all a brand. They're all either either they're all like robots, clones, or it's just general like this is a business and they hire people and you are shipped off to this job. It reminds me of Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated where the team finds out that they are just the latest mystery gang in a historical legacy of yes. other mystery gangs that are four detectives and an animal that talks. It's yes. like if you were if you're the archetypical Daphne and you're like, I'm going to call on a history of other archetypical Daphnes that will come to me throughout the past, throughout this weird, magical, like perpetuating legend. Like it's like it's cabin in the woods. There must always be me. It's like so Daphne is like the avatar. She is. Yeah. The fashion, yes. The fashion bender. And she calls. Upon oh, my the God. Lives. Right, so when Robbie Rotten like calls three other Rottens, it's like when Cora goes into the Avatar state, and she's like, "Can I talk to an older Avatar, please? Can I, can I talk to three more Robbie Rotten? <laughs> <laughs> I need help. I need guidance in my newest issue. I wish I had three Robbie Rottens to help me do anything. Let's talk about these Robbie Rottens. These Robbie's. No more, rotten. no less. <laughs> So uh, we got Bobby, Tobby, and Flobby. Bobby is the tallest and looks like Johnny Knoxville. Uh, he, could, <laughs> he could be played by Johnny Knoxville in the Men in Black movie for, for this movie, for this show. <laughs> but yeah, so like they're they're kind of acting like clowns. They're like standing too close uh, to Robbie, running into him, like reacting, handing <laughs> things to each other. It's it's a very fun <laughs> gag. Uh, they, they all explain... have the energy of other guys who were in Greece that aren't Danny Zuko. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they explain that they do all kinds of stuff. They don't always do villain stuff. They do birthday parties, weddings, conferences, mall openings, carnivals, <laughs> bar mitzvahs. You know. <laughs> just hire one. They do like a little jig like this is our brand. And Robbie is just like delighted and claps. And he's like, great, I'm going to need you boys to be villains. And and like they don't understand what he's talking about or like they don't get it. And he's trying to describe Sporticus. Like he's this blue buffoon and he's he's always jumping around like a kangaroo. And they're like, we're looking for a kangaroo. Okay, got it, boss, a blue kangaroo. And he's fed up with them. Like they don't get his plans. And he's like, are you a real villain? Have you ever caught a good guy like a real superhero? Have you ever tried a disguise? And this is how we go into the song. And then all yeah. of them are together in their ska band playing We Are Number One. Yeah. Hey, we are number one. It's this just a, a really good bop. It did not have to go this hard, and it did. It's yeah. excellent. I downloaded this. I used to listen to it at the gym. <laughs> it's good for that. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's really good. It's it's full ska. Like they're playing like trumpets and like uh like stand up bass and like drums. Uh like Robbie starts the song with like a little handheld saxophone. Uh mm -hmm. it's great. <laughs> At one point in like one of like the breakdowns, they're th the three rottens are like leaning over each other playing each other's instruments. It's it's good. It's all good. 
Yeah. And as they play this song, we see them uh, around town trying to do villain things, like trying to dig a hole, catch Sporticus. One of them falls in a hole. They try and throw a net. No, they throw it on him, not me. They catch Robbie in the net, just bungling for like three or four good solid minutes. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just him like teaching like this is how pit pit holes work. Uh, this is how you throw a net. This is like how you like lure in a, a hero, and all that kind of stuff. And it all leads to mostly failure. Yeah. After the montage, sporting uh, Robbie Rotten's real plan is to make a sugar apple, which is I, I believe a concoction of pure sugar, but it's shaped like an innocent, healthy apple. And he's going to give this to Sporticus because apparently, if Sporticus has too much sugar he just collapses he is unconscious it poisons him it is so antithetical to his sport like way of life yes and they call like fruits and veggies in this world sports candy like (laughs) i thought that's just what they called apples but like yeah I think I think it's mostly apples. Like Sporticus will do a bunch of jumping around, and he's like, "I could sure go for some sports candy to recharge me," and then he'll bite into a big shiny apple. Uh, and that is what I named my gym playlist. It was named Sports Candy. <laughs> That's pretty good. So yeah, he's he's um, where were we? <laughs> Uh, he's made apple and he's going to, he disguises himself as an old lady to like give the apple to Sporticus. Yeah. He he's like, like spins uh, in place and is suddenly an old lady like Superman. That's and how you do it. He's that good at disguises. Yeah. He can do it on the fly. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's at this uh, crosswalk and at some point uh, Stingy and uh, Stephanie saw like a, a bright, beautiful apple hanging in a tree. Mm. And they're like, we have to go uh, get that. Stephanie's like, I'll go get the ladder. Stingy's like, I'll go get the car. Uh, so he's at this <laughs> red light. He's got this in a little, little yellow pe- little yellow pel- pedal car to match his like little yellow vest and shorts. Yeah, he's he's got like a little like pig hood ornament on the front. Like it's it's very cute. And he's just sitting at this red light. And then he's like, oh, Sporticus is helping that little old lady across the street. How nice. Yeah, like very sincerely. I like that Stingy gets to have this moment. He may be stingy, but he recognizes the acts of time, giving your time yes. to help a neighbor. Yeah, and then Sporticus gets to the other side and and uh, Miss, Miss Old Lady uh, Rotten hands him the apple. There's a little exchange of like, Bye, Stingy. Bye, Sporticus. And he bites into the apple, uh, gets dizzy, like he just got beat in like Street Fighter or like Mortal Kombat, yeah. and then falls down. And then uh, the other Rottens come out from hiding, and they're like, okay, now what? And Robbie's like, I don't know. I've never gotten this far. <laughs> You're going to have to give me a second. Why don't... Why don't you guys I've take never it back to the literally land? captured Sporticus before. Like this is his mega mind moment where he's like, "Oh, I've, I, I keep trying to do this. I've never done it before. Now I don't know what to do. I have him in my clutches for real." Yeah. So he's like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do. Why don't you guys take him down to the lair? Uh, don't fall asleep. Keep an eye on him, and also <laughs> keep an eye on me uh, because I'm going to tell you what to do next because I have to go hatch a master plan." At this point, uh, Stingy has pulled his car up to the tree and has decided to not wait for the ladder and just starts climbing the tree 
to go for yeah. the apple. Get stuck is like hanging there like a cat uh, that's <laughs> trying to hang in there. And Stephanie hears him calling for help, gets there just in time to put the ladder up and catch him as he's falling. And they're mm. both like, that was close. That was too close. Where was Sporticus? And then they're, they, <laughs> right. they go into... He would be here. He would just yeah. show up like Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> you didn't do anything. My work here is done. Yeah, so they go into like spy mode and they, f- they see Robbie kind of like walking around by himself. He's like, what do I do now? And then between uh, uh, Stingy and Stephanie at the fence, the periscope comes up between them looking at Robbie. And Robbie's like, oh, there you are, and goes over and talks to the periscope while uh, <laughs> Stephanie and Stingy like hide behind the fence. And they're like, okay, keep an eye on him. I'm going to come up with a master plan. Uh, just keep an eye on him. Don't fall asleep. And we cut downstairs to the uh, to the Grinch lair. And uh, Tobby is watching the periscope, just kind of leaning on it, just waiting. Bobby is like standing between him and the cage. And uh, Flobby is like, like laying on the floor watching Sporticus, making sure he doesn't go anywhere. And Bobby's just like, I'm watching you. No one falls asleep. And he's like crossing his eyes and pointing like, no sleeping. <laughs> no one falls asleep. <laughs> uh, right. No one <laughs> falls asleep. And they eventually fall asleep. Yeah upstairs the upstairs it's like uh, robbie lives in the town's basement and everyone else is just upstairs upstairs stephanie robbie's wandered away from his periscope and she realizes oh he's got sporticus down there he probably put sporticus into a sugar coma he needs real authentic apple the real sports candy to wake him up so she takes that apple that they got from the tree after trying to climb the tree and then he almost falls and Stephanie is to save him, Stingy just kicks the tree and then the apple like pops off and, and like yeah. falls into his hand. Like you did you even need to climb it in the first place? Stephanie pops open the top of the periscope. And it's just a tube and she just drops the apple down there and it lands in the lair and it rolls over in a Sporticus's cage and he wakes up and he's like, Apple. <laughs> yeah and there's a shot where he takes a bite and he pushes his like muscles out on like his arms like right. the, the hero pose and you see energy <laughs> warp around him as his, his he gets beefy again he's been popeyed he's been popeyed yeah for a second i thought they put prosthetics on his muscles to like emphasize <laughs> that but i think he's just a beefy dude mm-hmm uh, so yeah, Robbie back upstairs is uh, rolled out a big cannon because his master plan is to uh, shoot uh, Sporticus <laughs> out of town, out of this big cannon. <laughs> I love it. Great yeah. idea. <laughs> Great idea. So he's like testing it out. Meanwhile, uh, the Rottens have realized they, they fell asleep and they woke up and they're like, okay, glad nothing happened. Uh, and they talk about how bored they are and how sleepy they are. His Sporticus just pipes up and says, have you boys ever tried sports? Like he's selling a drug. <laughs> like he opens his 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 uh, his uh, trench coat and he's got like a, a baseball and a bat. Like, <laughs> you want to try sports? And they're like, oh, he's awake. No, what is sports? And... <laughs> He's like, you know, baseball, basketball, soccer. You never tried sports? And they're like, no. And he's like, well, I, I could teach you, but you'd have to let me out of this locked cage. 
and they just kind of look at the lock like, oh, yeah, that is a lock. And they don't mention a key. They just, like, look depressed like, oh, right, a lock. And then he punch, Spartacus punches the lock off, and they pick up the <laughs> lock and go, wow. And then he teaches them soccer. Like, they, they kick the <laughs> And then he goes up, they go upstairs, and they're in, like, a proper soccer field, just playing soccer. Robbie sees this, gets up, like, he sets, he's practicing with the cannon. He's like, I should do a test shot. So he puts a cannonball in there, sets the timer for, like, 15 seconds. Uh, on the way to, like, seeing what the other Rottens are doing, trips on a bucket, kicks the bucket, hits the timer. It starts ticking early. And mm-hmm. he gets up in front of the cannon to be like, what are you doing? What are you guys doing? And then he hears the ding of the cannon. It goes off. He turns around just in time to get a shot of this cannonball hitting him square in the chest, surely knocking mm-hmm. the wind out of him. And he goes shooting across the sky. It's a great shot. Um. <laughs> so he's being blasted away like Team Rocket. Three Team Rocket references in one episode. Can I keep it going? <laughs> and, Sp- and Sportacus and Stephanie, being the good guys that they are, they're like, well, we can't let this happen even to Robbie Rotten. So they get a big sheet and they like track down where he's going to land and they catch him in a giant sheet like yeah. a fireman rescue. <laughs> And all the rottens come along, and they're like, "Are you okay, boss?" And he's like, "You're fired. You're you're no villains of mine." And they're like, "Yeah, that's fair. We don't actually like being villains anyway. We like sports now." <laughs> also, at some point, Stephanie put on like a superhero domino mask and then took it off. Yeah, without anyone that's looking. Her, that's her spy mask. You know how every spy <laughs> wears a mask. That's her Dick Tracy mask. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, they've saved the day. They're at, they caught them in this big sheet from, like, Miss BB's uh, garden. So Stingy pulls up with a big car full of apples, and everyone's like, apples, sports candy. And they all roll up, and then the episode ends with Robbie, like, sitting in his chair, like, defeated. And then there's a Mm -hmm. timer on his chair, like, on the cannon. (laughs) And it goes off, and it shoots him through the ceiling. Through the sky, through space, and he just hits the moon, and a bit of dust comes off, and then the episode ends. God, it just lands on the moon. Yep, and that's uh, let's Lazy Town. It's art. I this is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, this is a really fun show. You can watch a lot of it on YouTube. Uh, mm. It's like twenty-four minute episodes, but yeah, it's pretty dang good. And also, uh, one of the references we didn't talk about. The cake making song remixed with the yes, with... I think it's a Lil John song. Yeah, Lil John. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, go look up that remix as well. It's it's mm. uh, very good. It's uh, the song's called "Cooking by the Book." Cooking by the Book. That's it. I just remember. Yeah, take a take a cake and make a pretty cake or something. It's a piece of cake to bake a pretty cake. That's if the is. way is hazy. You've got to do the cooking by the book. You know you can't be lazy. If you use another recipe, the cake will end up crazy. Yeah. It's it's basically just Stephanie teaching the other kids, like, look, if we're in a cake, we're going to do it right, all right? Do what the book says. <laughs> we're doing this cake by the book. Uh, but yeah, that's Lizzie Town. Uh, Robbie Broughton is a true icon. And, yes. And uh, I wish the world still had him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, go go watch Lazytown. Town do it it's it's really fun it did make me want to like 
leap around and eat an apple. Uh, and I, th- I think it's great for anybody of any age. Show this to a young person. I think it still works. Yeah, I think this is still good for kids. The When they released those Fisher-Price toys, they were like trying to like emphasize like getting kids more active. So that's, yeah, that's a good show for that. Mel, this was your pick. Next week, however, usually this is the part of the show where I would pick a show for us to watch and say mm-hmm. what episodes we're going to watch. However... Next time you're going to see us in two weeks, it's going to be around April Fool's Day. So let's just say, why don't you guys wait and see what we come up with for April Fool's Day? Yes. So we'll see you guys next time. Uh, If you guys would like to give us suggestions on things to watch, if you would like to inquire about being a guest on the show, we have some guests lined up already for the next few months. Um, But if you'd like to inquire about being a guest or uh, say what show you'd like to cover, you can talk to us through email. You could, we are SaturdayMOPod at gmail.com. You can talk to us on Twitter at SaturdayMOPod. If you'd like to help the show out by leaving us a five-star rating or review, wherever you can de- you can review podcasts, that would help us out immensely. It helps people find the show, and uh, we would truly appreciate it. And if you send us a screenshot of that, re- of that five-star review, we'll read it on the show. So there's some incentive for that. If you'd like to talk to me on Twitter, I'm at JamsWilk. Mel, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit, that's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T, and listen to my other podcasts on the Whatnots network of podcasts, that's Whatnot spelled like astronauts. Uh, I'm on the review show every week, that is a book club style media discussion show, we pick a different movie, couple volumes of a comic, season of a TV show to talk about every week, cover a wide variety of different things, and there's the Captain's Log every week, which is our off-topic nonsense chat show where we uh, read movie news and play silly games and visit the Mountain Dew wiki. So listen to us. uh, Watch the movie Megamind. Watch the movie Vivarium. I will be doing both of those pretty soon. And go watch Lazy Town. Yeah! Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Relax. Kick back. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Go out and play sports. No! Well, this is really confusing. Okay. Are you a, a real villain? Well, uh, technically, uh, nah. Have you ever caught a good guy like a, like a real superhero? Nah. Have you ever tried a disguise? Nah, nah. All right. I can see that I will have to teach you how to be villains. Now listen closely. Here's a little lesson in trickery. 